0: Fon podcast back again for episode ten of season two today. I'm flying solo. Got a real nice special special guest in store for you guys next week. So we're gonna keep that under wraps. But we are gonna get right into it. The Bearcats play went on a road against Navy and they won twenty seven to twenty. And you know people were scared because of the way Bearcats played against Navy to see that they were gonna possibly drop out of the top four. And after the game, you know, people were nervous, you know, but you know, if you look at the landscape of things, Oklahoma was down for a long time to Kansas. And had a real chance to lose. They didn't, I think they won by 12 points. And then Alabama, were they down against Tennessee? I think they were playing Tennessee, they might've been down for a quick second and then went out to smack them. So long story short, People were ticked off because the AAC bias and Navy being Navy. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go with the just be happy they won. Don't worry about it yet because Navy is a weird team to prepare for. Triple option in the middle of the season, no matter how good the team is, it's always going to throw you off. And the key with that is, you know, you're not going to have as many possessions. I think the Bearcats only had nine. Normally, you get 15 to 16, and I think you press a little bit. And if it's a couple plays don't happen, a few drops early in the game, that's not what you want to happen because with Navy, you have to be on point because every drive is going to be pretty much two minutes at least. Even the three and outs going to go two minutes with them. 40 seconds, 40 seconds, 40 seconds. But if they're close enough, they're going to go for it. So if they get a first down, that's another two minutes off the clock. They get another first down. If it's not a big chunk play, that's another four, you know, another two minutes. You know what I'm saying? So you go two, four, six um, if they're just getting three here, two here, five here. So it's kind of what happened. And then the Bearcats didn't come out and score fast. So the key against Navy is you have to get out in front of them. They can't catch up because if they pass, when you know they're going to pass, they're not going to get anything on you, especially against the Bearcats defense, honestly. So that that played into a factor. You know, this is probably gonna be Navy's biggest game besides the Army-Navy game at the end of the season. So, I mean, whether they have to lose, the triple option is always hard as hell to the stop and to go against in the middle of the season when people are playing traditional spread offenses. Even power offenses, if people are want to play I, which you barely see anymore, it's, it's a lot easier to prepare for than somebody that's doing You know, triple options and linemen chopping at your knees. Every play, you gotta hop over somebody and it's just it's just interesting. So um, them not jumping out and scoring 14 quick, it just kind of kept Navy in the game. And when they did get ahead, 27-10, they didn't put the finishing touches on them. So that was the thing. They could have possibly won that game, 34-10, uh, maybe even you know 37-13 possibly. It's just you know the 27-20 thing made people uneasy. But it's just it's tough there, man. Just a couple brain freezes, penalties here and there, um, drop passes in the beginning of the, of the game, interception, you know, early in the, in the game when they're moving the ball pretty easily. Um, the line didn't play as good as they they had been playing in the last month. So it's just a lot of um, a lot of you know underlining things, and then most of the time when teams have that kind of stuff happen, they normally lose. So Bearcat Nation needs to just. Let this game go. It is stuff that you can possibly look back at later on and be like, hey, this is when it happened. But I think they have enough leadership where this is going to be fine. And they're going to go on to Tulane and they have to hold it down. They can't have um, a game like they did last week against Tulane because their basic spread offense um, can be explosive at times. They're one and six. Most people expected them to be kind of a sleeper in the AAC, and they haven't been there. They've been asleep in the AAC, literally. And now the Bearcats have to go down, you know, a day before Halloween and handle business on the road in New Orleans. So I think they can. I think the the Navy game obviously was a wake-up call. And normally when people get wake-up calls, they normally lose. So the Bearcats need to just take that wake-up call, go down in Tulane, Pound them like they've been pounding the other people in the AAC and get ready for homecoming. So, you know, the, you know, Tulane is a, is a wounded dog. You know, they they played pretty well against Houston. Um, they only lost to Oklahoma by five. So, <clears throat> to tie this all in, you know, Oklahoma is a top four team, possibly. You know, top, I won't say they're number four, maybe number five. I won't say number four in both polls. They only beat Tulane by five points. So if the Bearcats can put this on tape, go down there, beat Tulane by more than 28 points. Matter of fact, more than 20 points, but I want them to really just smack them. So they go down there, just dog walk them like they've been dog walking everybody else. And then you have that comparison with Oklahoma, who is a team that you guys are in the same, same pool of people that when, on Tuesday, we're wondering if, two, if Oklahoma's gonna be ranked higher than the Bearcats are, et cetera. But if you go down there, dog walk two lane, you got a game by game comparison that, hey, we play the same team. You guys only won by five. We also beat Notre Dame. We also beat an Indiana team that we, what most people expected to be a lot better. They just got hit hard early in the season in injuries are not the same team. Michael Penix isn't there now. Um, her injury and it's just been a rough year for him but you had that you know the apples to apples comparison hey you beat this team by 35 and oklahoma only beat them by five that's gonna be a hell of a comparison notch for them where they like hey this team's legit this team is real now if you go down there and beat them by three or beat them by seven they're gonna be like well you know, Oklahoma has the new quarterback now. They're playing more explosive. Blah blah blah. It's it's a built-in way to make an excuse on why U C shouldn't be respected. I mean, I feel like they're getting more national respect just by how the national media is covering these guys. How you don't need a um, you don't need ESPN Plus to watch their games, <laughs> which is. Is, is great for everybody trust me person covering the team when they're away and you got to watch espn plus is it can be interesting you know but long story short neither here nor there now they can put something on tape that'd be like hey we smacked this team and it's the same team at oklahoma who you're trying to say is xyz we're better than them flat out now on to be a devil's advocate ohio state has tape where they dog walk indiana they beat them by what 40 45 points if i'm not mistaken but it's a different team uh they were on a road too but you know whatever it's long story short so this Bearcats still beating by 14 still a good win not knocking that win at all but you see can do kind of what ohio state has done to us per se when i say us as you see um is they like look we freaking dog walk them, you know, if they can dog walk Tulane, I think that's just going to be a good thing, they can compare, say, hey, we deserve to be in the top four on Tuesday, even if they, I don't know, I don't, with the Notre Dame game, that game holds so much weight to me, especially that Notre Dame keeps winning, you know, like, so that's important, Notre Dame keeps winning, we have to be their biggest fans, and we just need to do what we need to do against Tulane, just to have an apples to apples comparison against, um, against you know, Oklahoma. I think that's just a great way to uh, break that down. Cause I, I personally feel that see would smack Oklahoma just off the strength of the Bearcats defense and Oklahoma can't stop a nosebleed. So I feel like Jerome Ford would do whatever he wanted down there. there I mean, Desmond Ritter would do whatever he wanted down there. Our receivers and tight ends would as well. And it would just, I think it would be an overall easy game. And that sounds crazy because they're Oklahoma. They have all this cachet. They, they're a blue blood, you know, a blue blood traditional program. But this year, the Bearcats will handle them. And I, I believe that. And, hey, if anybody ever wants to come on and talk with me about that, they can. Holler at me, hit me, hit me in the DMs or, or shoot an email. But uh, I, I'll, I'm more than happy to. To go back and forth and give you pros and cons on why I feel like the, the Bearcats will handle Oklahoma this year. So, um, you know, this week is important for sure. Every week is important. Every game, every team in the AAC is gunning for the Bearcats. The Bearcats have to just play strong. It's not They, they got to stop these silly penalties. They cannot shoot themselves in the foot. And they have to just freaking stampede all of these teams. So we'll see what happens you know, at noon on Saturday at Tulane, but I'm expecting them to come back and they got a normal team to face and I feel like they're going to just railroad these guys. So I hope I'm right. And then on uh, my next pod, I can talk about it and make sure you hit up the site, the front office news. We'll definitely have a recap and hopefully it's a great recap and everybody will be happy. So um, that, that's it, man, on that part of it. But uh, I want to also shout out Curtis Brooks, um, who had a heck of a game against Navy, got AAC weekly honor roll for his 10, I want to say he had 10 tackles, um, three, three, uh, tackles for loss and was, you know, got awards, um, for like, you know, for his play against Navy. And, uh, we also got to speak with him. So make sure you guys check that out, you know, on the site it's up, um, got a whole bunch of content out there. been trying to kill it. So, um, hit that up, man. So now I'll, I'll end that part of on, on football and, to get with uh, basketball is only twelve games, no, not twelve games, twelve days away, and that's the men's basketball. I feel like the women's is only eleven days away. So, you know, you got a number two team in the nation, um, you know, pro, you know, striving for national, national, you know, notoriety and possibly making the college football playoff. As of right now, unless they wanna, you know play with the Bearcats, they should definitely be top three, no matter what, how you cut it. But, um, you know, you got basketball coming around the corner and, you know, men's and women's have a lot of new players and it's going to be pretty cool to see them gel and see how long it takes for those teams to, you know, find their identity. Um, but you know, it's going to be pretty cool like during the week, you're going to have hoops and then Saturday, boom, it's basketball, you know, it's football. So it's going to be, it's pretty exciting right now for the, uh, for Bearcat Nation. And uh, next week, we'll definitely try to get the practice. This week, I, I slacked, not slacked, um, just was very busy um, doing a lot of stuff. So I didn't, I wasn't able to attend or none of my, uh, my interns weren't either. So hopefully next week, we'll be able to get, get some more content on the basketball side for you guys. Um, then to get back over to football, um, the Bearcats 2022 class got a decommitment from linebacker um, Zion Cheeks who's the cousin of former Bearcats linebacker, Brian Wright. So, um, heard, um, it looks like he's possibly going at the temple. I don't know that for sure, but two, four, seven, um, there, uh, the crystal ball is pointing him to towards temple. So he may see him next year, but I, I'm wishing him nothing but the best of luck. Um, the, the commitments happen. It, it's a part of the game, no matter if you like them or not. I mean, it, it's just what happens, man. But, um with that it made me start thinking about other things i feel like with the bearcats going into the big 12 it's going to allow this team this program to start getting even higher recruits and i don't mean it like their recruits right now aren't high because they got a lot of great recruits that's why they're such a good program right now such a good team but i feel like now they're going to go to where they might have a top 40 you know uh class i feel like they're gonna start to get to the 20s then they're starting to get into the top 20. so i, I wouldn't be shocked within the next couple years the bearcats get a top 20 class just because how good of how recruit recruiters these guys are on the staff and just the momentum of the bearcats they're going to the biggie not the big eastern my bad i'm going i'm went to the time machine went to 2005 when everybody but um they're going to the big 12 and that's a heck of a selling chip um, for a young man that's 17, 18, and you see this team is already ranked number two in the nation and they're in the AAC. So imagine, you know, they get that power of having the Big 12, that cachet. It's just going to be nothing but up, up, up and away for these guys like Dogecoin. But uh, that's, that's, that's where they're going to be, man. I feel like, uh, like December is going to be a very interesting month for recruits overall. I feel like they're going to get a lot of people that are going to want to come to this team or this program and, uh, push it to the next level. So we'll see how that goes, um, and how they attack that. And that's going, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see how that, uh, that shapes out personally. So that's, that's it on, on the front for today. So I just want to make sure you guys, since I'm flying solo, I'm not going to kill your time too much. Just make sure you check out the front office news, check out the site, check out the Instagram. And then next week we're going to come with i got a real real nice guest for you guys for episode 11 if i can make it work it looks like it's going to happen so but i'm not spilling the beans just be on the lookout and make sure you check out and like this like this uh pop